Hey everyone, welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Hlaud, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy. Life comes with fear. Fears about tomorrow, fears about today. We have worry about so many things in our world. The economy, sickness, this recent pandemic. You know, I was reflecting recently on when I was deployed to Iraq. I was just 20 years old, and I'll never forget the night that we flew from Kuwait into Iraq. Our deployment had just begun. And I remember getting off the plane and I was loaded down with equipment, uh, a young, scared soldier. I must have looked pale in the face because a more experienced, uh, seasoned soldier uh, came up to me, a higher ranking soldier, and he said, are you afraid? And I was staring there in the middle of the night. I saw lights in the distance. Um, Everything had changed. It felt like Um, Something was about to happen, and yet nothing had really changed. We had just gotten on a plane and and flown, um, you know, uh, hundreds of miles north, and now we were in this uncertain, uncharted waters. And I kind of looked at him, um, and before I could get a word out, he said something that's always stuck with me. He said, it's not the absence of fear, um, that defines us as soldiers. It's what we cling to in the midst of fear. How fitting is that for where we find ourselves as the church? It's not the absence of fear that defines us as people of faith. Rather, it's who and what we cling to in the midst of our fear, in the midst of our anxiety, in the midst of a whole world of concern about this health pandemic that has gripped the world. For us, we cling to Jesus. We cling to the author of life. We cling to the Prince of Peace. We cling to the Lord of Lords, the one who came, who walked among us, who lived, who died, who rose again. We cling to the crucified and and risen Jesus. And even more so, we cling to his mission. We cling to his purpose. If you're like me, you're probably feeling anxious. You have concern. You, you have worry. You're scared for your family. Certainly there's somebody in your life who is in a high-risk category. I know many family members of mine are. Maybe that's you. Whatever you might be feeling, I want you to hear this. You don't need to ignore your fear or your anxiety, and you don't need to be ashamed of it. But the gospel message, it, it is still true that God doesn't want us to be overcome by these fears. It's normal to have them, but we don't need to lose out on our hope. We need to remember that we belong to God, that God loves this world, and that God wants nothing more than for you and me and all of humanity to flourish. It's actually what I believe God cares about the most. 
human flourishing. Story after story after story in the Bible is an illustration of how God cares deeply about all of creation. This is the world that God created. We are the people that God created. God loves this world. It breaks God's heart that so many people are suffering around the world. You know, in John chapter 9, there's a great illustration here. There's a man who's blind, and the disciples are wrapped up with trying to figure out who to blame. Who, who do we blame? Why is he blind? Is it his fault or is it his parents' fault? And what's really interesting is that Jesus doesn't want anything to do with that question. He, he doesn't really concern himself with who to blame. And his response is really interesting. He, he says something back to his disciples like, it's not his fault or his parents' fault. Rather, we have work to do. I have work to do. And while it is still day, let's get busy working. So Jesus gets busy healing this man. He gets busy pressing into his purpose, into his mission. He makes mud and out of spit and dirt, and he rubs it in the man's eyes, and he tells the man to go and wash. And the man goes, and he washes, and he comes back, and, and all of a sudden he can see. He's restored. This is just one of many stories throughout the scriptures that, that illustrate God's heart for humanity. That what Jesus cared about most when he walked on the earth was bringing wholeness to people, bringing healing to people. Healing of body, healing of mind, healing of spirit and heart. This is the center of his mission. You know, Thinking about this story in John chapter 9, I can't help but think about all of our brave doctors and nurses who right now in our country and in our city here in Cincinnati are preparing. They're, they're already busy at work, but they're preparing. If you're a doctor, a nurse, if you work in the healthcare field, I want you to hear that we are praying for you. We love you. We send all of our strength and support and encouragement to you. And you know what's fascinating, um, as patients are likely to come in with the coronavirus in the days and weeks ahead, those doctors and those nurses are not going to ask, well, who do we blame and, and who's at fault? And they're not going to concern themselves with that question. They're going to get busy healing. They're going to get busy caring. You see, whenever we're afraid or we're overwhelmed, we remember our purpose. So what's our purpose? Well, we're still called to be the church. We're still called to proclaim that love and life win. You know, God does God's best work when the chips are down, when the world seems to be falling apart. The, the message of the gospel rings loud and true. You know, a number of months ago, well before the coronavirus was on our horizon here in America, Pastor Jonathan and I were busy planning our Lenten focus, our, our Lenten sermon series. And, and we thought how fitting it would be for us to focus on the theme of living a connected life. And so for the last few weeks, that's what our focus has been. How do we live a more connected life in a world that is filled with distractions and, and to-do lists? We often become disconnected. 
we've already focused on in the prior weeks what it means to find a renewed connection with ourselves and with God. But this week, um, it's hard not to see the irony that our theme is finding connections with one another. This idea that as the church, as the body of Christ, as God's people, we are called to, to be in intimate, close relationships with other people. Not just the church, but our community and in our world. You know, it's, it's often been said today that we need to practice social distancing. And I agree. We need to stop the spread of this virus. We need to do what we can as people of faith uh, to protect and preserve life. But I'd like to reframe that. Um, I'm not the first to say this. Uh, the phrase social distancing, um, maybe a better phrase would be physical distancing. What we need is to keep, keep away our, our physical space from one another. But we need each other right now. I, I need others. I need deep, meaningful conversation. And you do too. So what are we called to do? Called to be the church. We're called to listen. We're called to call our friends, our family members, to get beyond the surface level conversations and to go deep. You know, we don't often realize what we have in life until it's taken away from us. We are just at the beginning of sheltering at home and, and sort of isolating ourselves. We, we likely have uh, many weeks ahead of us here, and it will get more challenging. It, it will get more difficult. What we need through that challenge and through the difficult moments, we need each other. So my encouragement to you this week is simple. Reach out. Create space for somebody you love to share their anxieties, their fears. Don't shame them for having them. Let them be heard. I mean, even share your own anxieties, your own concerns. Be community for one another. And something remarkable happens. When we create a space for vulnerability, when we create a space to live in authentic community and deep connection, somehow, some way, God reminds us once again what matters most. The fear and the anxiety doesn't immediately go away, but it helps us to remember whose we are and what we cling to. So church, cling to your faith in the crucified and risen Lord. I pray for health and wholeness and the well-being of your spirit in this season. God loves each of you, and I do too. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.